Oh, what happened? The music just stopped. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's all right. That's Stuff fun. like that happens when we're live, you know? Yeah. yeah. What's going on, DJ Nike? Feels good to be back, man. I missed you guys last week, but I was sick and was barely able to move, let alone come in. So It happens. It happens. I mean, it's better than getting everybody sick. Uh, Yeah, <laughs> definitely. For sure. What's going on, Bill? Not much. Try to do the uh, YouTube live today, so... Yeah, we'll yes. see how it works out. Hopefully, getting it, uh, well. Like I was gonna say, hopefully it goes smoothly. But we already had <laughs> had the don't, music thing. You don't call attention to it. Keep going. <laughs> yes, yeah, for real. Yeah, we're live. That's not like they're gonna press rewind. <laughs> did but you post in the on the page? I posted on on the the main podcast page. Not seeing it, but anyway. Today, uh, we are going to do a profile episode, talk about Schnicked. Wolverine yeah, um, and his history, probably get into some other characters too, because when you talk about Wolverine, you're talking about Department H, Weapon X program, mm -hmm. and the other people involved in that. X-Men, X-Force, yeah, there's a lot of different teams and groups he's been a part of over the years. Even just villains yeah. that are key right. villains. I mean, as somebody who's pretty much immortal, yeah, he spans a long time and has a lot of stories and a lot yeah. of crossovers. So. That's true. And But before we do that, uh, hit the check this shit out button. I wanted to say a little something. I'm sure if you haven't heard, which you probably have, Rockstar just posted... The first teaser trailer for GTA 6. Saw Have that. you seen it? Yes, I did. My God, that game looks fucking incredible. Just, I mean, they, it was like a minute long uh, trailer, but one of the first things I noticed about it is like how densely packed uh, the streets are just with the um, NPCs and people. It's mm -hmm. just, it really feels like... Um, much more like the real world. And I saw a lot of people in the comments uh, saying it's insane how they've captured the look and feel of uh, Florida and Miami uh, in particular because this is set in Vice City. I think they're doing all three cities in this game, but I'm San not. San Andreas, Vice City. I, I think so. I think you can travel in between the cities. That's not, I'm not 100% sure about that. But uh, that's kind of the word around the campfire. So if you haven't seen that, uh, go check out that trailer because it is so worth it. It is so worth it and fucking beautiful. Um, I heard that they spent close to a billion and a half to make this game. That wouldn't surprise me because you know, when you when you talk about how much the different as far as nerd culture goes, the different forums make, so like comic books, movies, uh, video games. Video games is by far the one that makes the most money overall. Like video game, the, the amount that they make off video games is ungodly. Like it's, it's, it's more than movies, comic books, and like cartoons and toys put together. Especially something like GTA that's, you know, been around since we were kids. Uh, since you were a kid. <laughs> I was almost an adult. I think I was an adult when the first Grand Theft Auto came out, like when it was 
top scrolling. At least high, high school. Yeah. When did that come out? Hold on, let me. It was in the nineties. Like they, like they, they did, they didn't. It was a completely different game until three. When GTA three came out for I think PlayStation, that's when they changed it, where it was like you know open world environment instead of just a a Frogger top loaded game. You know what I mean? It was definitely a completely different experience. It says here nineteen ninety seven, and it was an MS DOS game. There you so go. A, yeah, it was a computer that's right. game before it. It was ever on PlayStation. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I was and in ninety seven. I was nineteen. So and that one didn't even have a story to it. Uh uh-uh. Um, the second one. Was a two disc thing. I think one of the cities on one disc, you would play in Liberty City. Second disc, you would be. That wasn't until it wasn't until three that they started. That's the second game. The second game had two discs. I remember, it, one you played in Liberty City. The other game you were in London. That's what I'm saying. That was after three because GTA one and two oh. were top loading. Trust me. No, at... I know that. Oh, I'm okay. Sa- I'm saying. <laughs> I'm just saying it was a top view, but in the second game you could. Switch discs and play two different. Oh, cities. okay. I didn't realize there was a storyline to it. That you know what I'm saying. There wasn't much of one. You didn't really have like a really solid, um, or the beginnings of a really solid story right. until uh, three. But even in three, like your main character didn't even talk. Right. Like everybody else would talk to him, and like he was just your silent antagonist. <laughs> right. Which was uh. I mean, you try to go back and play those ones like that or Vice City. Right. And it's it's pretty, you know, tough to go back, especially if you've been playing like GTA 5 or even GTA 4. Um, so, I mean, anyway, but let's not get too deep into that. But if you haven't seen it, uh, go watch that trailer. It's fucking amazing. And I've seen so many people in the comments on the video just saying how it makes them feel like a kid again. You know what I mean? Because we've had, it's been 10 years since GTA 6 came out. Um, and the, the game's not actually even coming out until uh, 2025. Um, which isn't crazy because from Red Dead Redemption to Red Dead Redemption 2 was 14 years. Damn, I didn't realize it was that long. That's yeah. crazy. It's a, it's a long time. Um that's another game I'm hoping uh that we get in the near future is another Red Dead Redemption. I think Red Dead 2 is maybe That was that was like pre-COVID when that dropped, right? Uh or, yeah, that came out or a few years before. 2018, or... I think. Um Maybe two th- 2017, I'm not entirely sure. But uh, it's been a little while. But if they're taking the time that they did in making the second one, that's something I'm not. I'm willing to wait for. Just like with GTA 6, the wait, it's well worth the wait so they get it. Uh, you get like a really solid and complete game. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was never, that one didn't really do it for me as far as going through and playing it. Like, I like to play it, but I never sat through and beat any of the Grand Theft Auto games. Not I, one of I, them. I think I've 100%ed every one of them. Uh, and, G, and both Red Dead Redemptions. Damn. Yeah. Red yeah. Dead, is, to me, is maybe the greatest game ever made. Like, in my mind, it's damn near perfect. Like, there's not much about it that I think is 
there's not many downfalls to it like at all like it's it's damn near fucking perfect down from the story to the graphics to like all the things that you can do within Mm it it's just uh really i mean if i had to give it a number uh 9.5 for sure i mean there nothing's perfect we've said this before (laughs) right but i mean it is damn near perfect word Anyway, well, yeah, wait, wait. right before we, another thing that came out this week, trailer wise, uh, teaser trailer wise, was uh, House of the Dragon season two. Oh, yeah, I need to watch that. That shit looks fire. Well, the first season was fucking amazing. Yeah. And this one looks like season two is going to be even better. I've really enjoyed House of the Dragon. And even if you're not like a big throny, it moves a lot faster than the first Game of Thrones. You have less characters that you have to learn which is one of the reasons why i think it moves faster so you're not you don't have to learn like the entire game of thrones world all the different cities and the different families this one is you know strictly the targaryens and it takes well they're yeah they're definitely counting on um that you've seen well game yeah of thrones so you, they don't you won't, yeah but you, much, won't, you won't be lost like that's it, what i mean is yeah. like you don't have to yeah if you don't watch game of thrones and then mm. you watch that you might be a little lost just like on the history of things, right. but I think you can enjoy it. Um, and I kind of wish we would have got House of House of Dragon uh, first. Yeah, and then, but it would like if you haven't seen Game of Thrones, you should probably watch that anyway. It's like oh yeah, right up there with some one of the best shows like ever yeah. made. Yep, yeah. up it's up there with like Lost and fucking all of those, you know. Uh, Breaking Bad's maybe my favorite show ever. Uh, you know, speaking of like masterpieces and like fluid and amazing storytelling, that that show is at the top for me. I just watched and it, it and again, and it ended well. Right, I think that's it, a very important thing. That, that some, was, yeah, that was probably one. That was probably my only complaint with Lost was that it didn't end well. But yeah, well, you were yeah. confused. You were confused at the end, and then you're like, and and. Well, it tried Not to answer either. the questions. It in a series that made it itself known by asking two questions for every one that it answered. Right. Mm-hmm. It tried to answer everything. Well, and, and wrap I feel- it up in a bow. And I think there was something that should have been just left to the imagination. I would agree. Well, and, I, and I feel like, but that, people that would have pissed people off too. So I feel like that show, um, when they started it, I feel like maybe they had a general idea where they were going, but like you get into the later seasons of that. And it it starts to feel... There are only four seasons. (laughs) Right. Well, it starts to feel like they don't quite know where they're going. And then they, you know, kind of like... Because, well, speaking of Game of Thrones, it's like they didn't have a guideline as far as the books go. Right. Because he only makes it... the books only go to like the fourth and fifth season. And they're eight seasons of the TV show. it, It really only gets to... um. So you remember when uh, Daenerys, mm-hmm. uh, when they're at, um, they're at that like in the Colosseum, yeah, and then she takes off on the dragon, yeah. That's about that's about where they make it in the books. You don't get much further than that. Okay, um, I, well, like I said, I've never read them. I and and I was lucky enough. I didn't start watching uh, GOT until like. 
the, the seventh season was getting ready to come out. You know what I mean? So I got a chance to binge the first six seasons. Oh, yeah. Then watch the seventh one, you know what I mean, uh, on streaming. Because, you know, that's about the time when streaming became a really big thing. Mm-hmm. And then I had to watch season eight, you know, live with everybody else. But I think, yeah, I think season six was already out right? Uh, by the time I started. Because I was one of them guys like, oh, I'm not going to. I'm not going to jump on the bandwagon. Yeah. And then I saw um, just a video of, the, you know, uh, Pedro Pascal, mm-hmm. uh, his character in there. He's fighting the mountain. Oh, yeah. That was and then movie. I watched the mountain smash his fucking head. And I was like, God damn, is this what I'm missing? Yeah. Like, I watched them in order. And, and I'll tell you what, the first the very first episode was dope. Uh, but then the second and third, you know, they're building, you know, you got to learn all the characters. So I'd fallen off. And my cousin had told me, if you make it to the fourth episode, you'll be fucking hooked. And I should have, and I didn't. And then I fractured my knee, so I knew I wasn't going anywhere for a month. And it, like the beginning of the, the first day of summer, I fractured my knee in five places. God and, damn. And I ended up, you know, they, they were on sale. I got a message from my Best Buy app. It was like, hey, season one, two, three, and four are on sale on Blu-ray for 10 bucks a piece. I was like, well, I know I'm not going anywhere for a couple months. So I went and right. I bought him, and he was right. By the fourth episode, I was hooked. I got an HBO subscription. Right. And I fucking binged, like, all the six of the first season, or all six seasons, in about two weeks. Damn, like, I, I got two months. I got, I got a free trial. <laughs> That's crazy. I got a free trial. I was like on it. Like I would stay up late as fuck. Oh, and, I did the like, same. And I, I but damn, two weeks. That's a lot of TV in two. Well, weeks. and I didn't quite make it to the end. <laughs> okay. And I was like, fuck. And then I like, I was like, okay, this is worth like just paying uh, for it after the subscription ran out. It was right. like, I was like, okay, I'm like invested, so I can't stop now. I will say, you know, I would. That's one of the few things I think that's keeping uh, Max afloat. HBO Max, which is just Max now, because you might have noticed all of the DC stuff. So everything I've on Warner the, Brothers oh, yeah. has gone to to Netflix, and it's like, well, shit. What's the whole reason to even have Max anymore? <laughs> you know well, what I mean? They yeah. still have a bunch of those animated movies that that aren't anywhere else. True. And there's a bunch of them and oh, But and, see yeah, but that that's always been my problem with Max was everything that was on there I owned. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Like there's stuff that pops up on Netflix or Hulu and other, you know, Prime that I didn't own, but damn near everything that was on Max is like oh, I already fucking own that. <laughs> yeah. Um well, I think you're in the minority there. I am. Like, I, am. I mean, you're one yeah. of the like I I love I mean, you have a massive copies. library, and yeah. if the, and if this all goes to shit, it, and you still have electricity, at least you're gonna have yeah. plenty of shit to watch. Yeah, that was one of the best things about about fucking uh, the pandemic. Was like, yeah, everybody was like, well, what happens if the internet goes down? And you know, everybody was panicking like it was Y two K. And I was like, I have, I am not worried at all. Yeah, you got. <laughs> I've got hard copies of everything. I could probably make it five years without watching the same thing. And probably twice. multiple copies of yeah. some shit. I'm great. I'm good. Yeah, I got. You know my favorite shit. I have Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. I have every single Dragon Ball, whatever. Um, so I'm not hurting there right. by any means. Um, but. You know, so, uh, what I need to get is Breaking Bad on all that. Like, I just finished watching that again mm-hmm. uh, for the fourth time through. <laughs> I mean, that's one of them things. And Vanessa was like, she's like, let me know when you're done watching this so I don't have to keep like watching. <laughs> she's like, that's one of them things you watch once and you're done. I was like, yeah, that's crazy talk. 
Yeah, like I, I got to go back at least every five years and watch it all over again. That's like me and Chelsea with uh, fucking Big Bang Theory. So I understand. It's what it's my favorite uh, show. Period. Work. So we're so, gonna get into. So I got a question, and I got a question I threw out there to the chat. So if huh? you're listening, who would you want to see Wolverine battle on the big screen? Omega Red. Uh, Omega Red. Yeah. Wow, that was a quick one. That's a good. That's He's, good. It'd be good to see him in this Deadpool movie, although we probably won't. But uh, uh, speaking of, I'm very glad that you brought that up because uh, for one, I almost got on TikTok today and cursed out people again for the damn spoilers. Fuck, Deadpool's not even coming out until next year, Deadpool three, and they've already put the spoilers. Like I was curious enough to to see who was going to be, you know, who was going to be in it that they hadn't announced yet. And uh, the you talking about the X twenty three chick? Nah, that that one actually hasn't been. That was one of those rumor sites. I'm really. Oh, that's not confirmed. That is not confirmed. That I would like to see right, her. Yeah, though. so would I. First of all, if you were one of those websites that put up shit and say it's fact and it's not, fuck you, and I hope you die. End of story. You know that's what I mean? Just clickbait. It's man. clickbait, and I yeah. and you're just as bad as you know what I mean. The people that post the spoilers, but. That being said, the big spoiler today was who was going to appear in Deadpool 3 fighting Wolverine. And I did want to know. I was like, well, that's not that big of a deal. If you go to IMDb, you can probably find it out anyway. But they showed pictures, you know what I mean, from the thing. And you make you'll if you go and look, you'll know how the fight ends. And I don't like that. Like, I, it's all right to say who's going to be in it, but don't ruin it. You know what I mean? The movie's not even they're not even done shooting. Well, it yet. How would they even know that, though? They it's picture. Uh, if I tell you, you'll know. And I don't want to ruin it for you guys. So, eh, if, all right. if you want to no. go look, if you, you want to go real? look, yeah, uh, go ahead. Tell us what you're talking about. All right. So, uh, uh, and and this is every- spoiler button. Yeah, there you go. This is everywhere today, and it pissed me off because the way they worded it, I was like, all right, cool. I want to see who's going to be in it. So, Sabretooth is going to be in the film unless it gets dropped. You know, what I mean, this is actual pictures of uh, Deadpool and Wolverine. Fighting Sabretooth. Are they Again, saying who's playing Sabretooth? Well, no. And you can't, I mean, you, he's such a key character within Wolverine. Right. Um, you know, and I tried to grab some of my favorite covers beforehand. And those are great covers, by the way. And uh, just, there's some just epic battles. And uh, rewatched a little bit of X Men Origins the other day. Man, that's a. Iconic. And he was the best part of it. Oh, hell yeah. I mean, and there was a lot of other stuff that was just really cheesy, but. You know, and this isn't a big key, but it's still just a cool, cool cover. And another interesting thing, we'd talked about it before. Right. And I think, you know, and also about the origins of Wolverine. And this one, Sabretooth, and I read these recent, these last three, right. claims to be Wolverine's dad. And Chris Claremont has said a million times over when he created Sabretooth, he always meant for Sabretooth to be Logan's father. And that's and that's where we're getting this. And in in the, these three issues, so this is the Wolverine uh, first volume, number 41, and then 42 and 43. Just read them all. Um, and at the end, they said that there was a DNA test and that it wasn't. Was he? he wasn't the father. And that pissed off Cliff, Chris Claremont. Like to uh, to the utmost, you know what I mean. That went. That... But, he be- but he said that the interesting thing with the twist was that uh, Sabretooth believed that he was in fact the father. That he absolutely right. believed. But he, the weird thing is, he still was like trying to kill him at the same time. Right. So I mean, it was an interesting twist. But I thought you know it could have been developed a lot better than it was just kind of 
and that's thrown in there. And that's before we got the. And you got cable in there too, and some weird and weird Android robot <laughs> kid. That right. Was, and that's uh, before we got creepy, but that's another story. That's before we got you know the X the uh, origins story. X-Men origins, yeah. Because if you, I mean, if we all remember, like when we were younger. Oh, Aaron then, saying then, hey. Hey, so what's, what's up, up Aaron? Man? What up, man? In in um, yeah, he'd love to see a mega red too. So, in the nineties, I mean, right. it the big thing was that first appearance of a mega red. Oh, it's one of my favorite books. Okay, in the nineties, uh, before we got Origins and stuff, we did we didn't even have like Logan's original name. Like, nope, that was the big thing about him was the mystery. Well, hell, we didn't about, even know. Yeah, we didn't even know he about, had bone claws in yeah, the nineties. Yeah, after Fatal Attractions mm-hmm. is when we found that out. But it's like that was the big draw of Bat Wolverine, other than he was badass and everybody loved him. It was the fact that we had zero information about his past. Mm-hmm. Oh, and go rounds with the Hulk too. Uh, is, that's his original appearance. And, and the interesting thing about the character Wolverine is that originally he was a villain. Yeah. He was a villain first, and then the anti-hero, and then a hero, and then almost like a babysitter of the X-Men. Yeah. Would you call Leader him a, of the X-Men. Would you call him a villain, or would it be more of like uh, he was just a mercenary sent out to do a job? Like, Because he wasn't... As far as the, I think as far as the original intention of when he was used, I mean, there's so many times that's what happens with the comic books, and I think it's, I think it's fine. Like the symbiote suit from Spider-Man, it was kind of just an afterthought, and then it became a whole other character. Right. Uh, when we talk about uh, the 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 Necro Sword with Null, mm-hmm. um, I guess because I'm going with my Venom lore, but you know how that sword was then retconned from another story and then brought into a totally different fashion. So, and I when, think how it, these things kind of build upon each other, I think, is really cool. And when done well, I mean, it, it, it you can't really hate on it. Like, so, uh, like we're saying, like, uh, well, in your in your case, uh, with the symbiote suit, like, it was supposed to be just his suit, and it's it's funny how, or just like Wolverine, is, uh, and it happens in movies and whatever. If if a character catches on, <laughs> inevitably, if people like them enough, they turn around and become a good guy. It's what I've it's what I've said about Deadpool. Well, Deadpool. You well, know what look I mean? at I, look at Vegeta in Dragon Ball. Well, damn near everybody that started out a villain on Dragon Ball ended up changing side because it's the same way That's with true. Uh, with the, the androids, the androids, uh, Namekian dude, and Piccolo. Piccolo, thank you. Yeah, well. There's a little more story well, to yeah, that. Well, yeah, because there's there's two beings. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, the original King Piccolo, he yeah. never became good. And then his Piccolo that we know now was his, uh, him putting his essence into, and I mean, I guess Piccolo was sort of a villain at the beginning. Yes, he was. Uh, it turns around pretty quickly to where he comes around. I mean, but you're right. Most villains in Dragon Ball, with the exception of a few, mm-hmm. Cell, uh, Frieza, isn't he's like on the edge, but I don't think he'll ever fully become a good guy. No. But he's definitely like working with, uh, you know, the good guys, especially during the tournament of mm-hmm. power. But it's funny how, you know, these characters they can start off as a bad guy. Yeah. And if people like them enough, they they eventually get worked into becoming a good guy or at least close to one. Right. Yeah, Aaron brings up that it was Incredible Hulk 180. Yep. 
was yep. the first the original appearance. appearance. Mm-hmm. First yep. appearance and he was sent out to stop the Hulk on uh, while he was on a rampage. Yeah, but he said that was also be an epic fight to see on the big screen. I couldn't agree more. I think yeah. that's. But with the Hulk that we have now, it's like uh, how could that happen? You know, unless yeah. they unless they had him regress somehow, like some tra- some like tragic event happens to him, and then he loses control. But it I mean, he happen. already he already lost Natasha, and I think that's about the most, uh, like that's really the biggest thing that could have happened to him that yeah, it, might it, have it, might have pushed him what over if the they edge. Ever what if they just... did an origin story in Flash? Did like more of a flashback? Okay. I think they could fit that in, or they could do the whole World War Hulk thing. Something in between, like in between the Incredible Hulk movie and the next time we see, see him. See, that's what they need to do to save the MCU. They need to oh oh. Uh, this should have been unchecked the shit out, but Jonathan Major's trial started today. Oh, yes. Okay. So so he had opening arguments was was today. Um I have to do my research on that so, to stay abreast of that. Yeah. We talked about it a little bit. I read through some of the um on the last episode. Right. Uh I read through some of what the charges were and what they the allegations were. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we didn't really come to any conclusions ourselves, but it was nice to know exactly what um, what was going on there. And although but, I and, missed and, that episode, I do want to say <laughs> the two final episodes of Loki season one and season two were my favorites. Yeah, because it the, just the, the the speeches with Jonathan Majors, how he interacted with uh, fucking what was the chick? The Loki variant chick, Sophie, Sophie, Sylvie. And, and, yeah, Sylvie. Sylvie, 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 and Loki in the first one, and then on the second season, you know, I mean, how he broke it down and was talking to to Loki, you know, one on one. Both of those were that's just genius because, like, we were talking, like, there's you can write a script and, and you can even have storyboards, but there are certain things like inflections in voice. You know what I mean? Uh, the the way your eye tingles. There are just certain things. There was a scene I watched over and over <laughs> when he was when he had said something to Loki, and he was like, "There was no way I was gonna let her kill me." And he was right. like, "I would have figured you figured out how to jump through time." Like you yeah. could tell that was all him. And I was just like, "That was that was beautiful." You get you get those moments where you can tell it's the actor. It wasn't written in. It was just like, "Yo, you you can't teach that." You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, and. I do. I love how they brought that full circle and brought it back, mm-hmm. back to him, and then they're kind of battling because you got to. I don't know if we mentioned this, Bill, um, but in that one episode, I think it was the second to last one or the last one. But mm-hmm. you know, Loki's spend centuries, you know, jumping back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so yeah. it's like he, he got his like. It was PhD. like a hundred some yeah. It was like a hundred yeah. some odd years. He's like, he learned long, as much long? as the engineers did, mm-hmm. so he could do everything that. Uh, yeah, he's like, how long do you think short it would take me do. to learn all the things I need to know to do it like you do? Like and, a century. <laughs> yeah, he's like, all right, here we go. Okay, yeah. let's do it. Um, that could be a show in itself. You know, him doing all that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And just the way they wrapped up the show, so fucking good. And oh. we were talking about, you know, it doesn't necessarily spell the end for Loki. No, it doesn't. Because he could still be stuck uh, holding the timelines together, but that doesn't mean he can't project himself into any timeline that he wants mm-hmm. to. He doesn't have to physically be there. Yeah. So I don't think that is spelling the end for his character. At least I hope not. 
But it, it was but, it was a good ending if it has to be. It give you know yeah, I mean? if it has to be, then yeah, I mean it it was very good and well done. Yeah, it was it was a total flip on his his arc. You know what I'm saying? That was him, someone else that we were talking about, you know, being a villain. Mm. And that was that that yes. was that there hasn't been a better redemption arc than that, and in they my could, opinion. And they could have easily fucked that and oh, like yeah, like, they could have like at the end of the first Avengers, they could have locked him away or whatever, and mm-hmm. we could have never seen him again. Um, but I mean, like they've done to so many of the villains here. Yeah, it's like they kill them off, and it just sucks because I mean, we all know in comics they don't. These die. guys get locked up and then they break out or whatever. And you know, we've seen glimpses of like a supermax prison in Daredevil, uh, or no, we, uh, Deadpool. Yeah, we saw we saw it in in a Captain America because where they had everybody after Civil War. Hawkeye, oh right, Falcon. You're right. Uh, we did see Bucky. you. Yeah, all of them were locked up. But it would have been good to see some. You know, it'd be nice if they just really established that more and like mm-hmm. started tucking these villains away there for a rainy day. Yeah, as opposed to like them having to die every single fucking yeah. time. Agreed. Because yeah, look, yo, look what look what they did with uh, Zemo. You know what I mean? Right. And look how fucking great that turned oh. out. He was better. In uh, Falcon, and, Falcon Winter. and Winter Soldier, than he was in in the in all the Civil War. Yeah, it sh- it showed the deepness of that character. You know, I mean, and he, yeah, I mean, you got so much more context for him, and just it gave. Uh, who's the guy that plays him? Oh, you would ask me that. I forgot his name. But it gave him more time to stretch his legs and mm-hmm. uh, settle into the character because I mean. A two-hour movie just can't possibly do everything. Uh, any character justice. Facts. You know what it I mean? Can. I, they can. I think it's I, harder I, to I, do in comics. A team is, I think, where 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 it gets harder. Yeah. I think a good movie can, and it should. And if it can't, it's not a good movie. Right. Touche. I think. I think that's the art. I think that's the challenge. And if you can't, uh, and you know. It's easier when it's built upon, but then you still have to elevate it each time and keep people captivated within the story, like Endgame. Right. And, you know, why, you know, we have as much comic shows now is because how epic and powerful it was. And here's something to your point. I suppose the first Black Panther, so Killmonger. Yeah. uh, I mean, they really did him justice in the short amount of time that he had was on screen for that movie, you know, and like you really got, you were on his side, uh, kind of, it's hard to pick yeah. who, who you want to win there because yeah. he definitely had good reasoning for doing what he did. Honestly, he would have been one that would have been real easy to bring back if they so wanted to, you know what I mean? And they sort of did in what if, well, well, yeah. And I mean, they, they did what in, you know, in Wakanda forever with the flashbacks and shit with mm-hmm. Suri. But I mean, like, when you think about the the technical advancements to even things like uh, medicinal, even him being stabbed in the chest like that, you know that that's that's my cousin. All right, I stabbed him, but we're here in Wakanda. We can save his life. Like that would have right. been real easy to fix if they wanted to. So there was one what if question that I thought was very interesting in regards to Wolverine. Okay, what if instead of antimantium. He had vibranium. vibranium. I think they've done that, haven't they? I think that there, there was talks of it. It's been kind of, I don't know if it was a fan fiction or if it was legit. That would be dope. Because it would be lighter. He wouldn't have the poisoning. 
and you would get like kinetic energy yes, from, yeah, diff- yeah, different from properties. the metal. Yeah, exactly. he, he would have definitely had more powers with that. Lighter, lighter. faster. Mm-hmm. He would have been like <laughs> more of a killing machine. I think, yeah, because they, they've, they've often said lately that because uh, like super, Sabretooth has super strength. It's low level, but you know what I mean? He still has super strength. And they say one of the, re- they think Wolverine would have too, but he's carrying around 400 pounds of animanium on top of the rest of his body. You know what I mean? Right, so he would be so much stronger mm-hmm. if he didn't have to carry that around. Yep. And um, so on the topic of adamantium, I've, you know, I've read some kind of rumors. I don't know if they're, uh substantiated or not but uh you remember in the um what's that one movie with the uh uh you know thanos's brother and whatnot oh the eternals the eternals yes warlock so you you know the celestial that was being born out of the planet that got froze there yeah um there's rumor that uh that's they're gonna be mining adamantium from adamantium from that body. Oh yeah, I remember you were talking about so that. That's a way. Yeah, that they I've, can... I haven't seen anything hardcore, but I've seen the the same rumor. Right. So that 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 that'd be their way to bring adamantium in and explain it, um, because Cap's shield, his original shield, wasn't it uh, a, a an alloy of adamantium and vibranium? Yeah, yeah, I believe so. But I don't remember where where they got it from before. You know, I mean, they changed it to it being vibranium and yeah. I, I want to say yeah. I want to say I remember, that it yeah, was I uh, that. it was it had both in it, not just oh. vibranium. Yeah, Aaron said, "Could you imagine the damage that could be done with vibranium in Berserker mode?" Oh, 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 right. Especially if he was like, uh, you know, the Black Panther suit. How he like he'll explode with energy. Yeah, because it absorbs like, kinetic energy. Yeah. That'd be insane. If he could just drag his claws together and send out like a shockwave, you know what I mean? Like it did in the video game? Yes. In the X-Men video game? Right, yeah. You just swing. Yeah, the, arc- the arcade X-Men video game. That yeah. was a sweet game. That was a sweet fucking game. It was hard as shit. Yeah. Every, every time you used your power, you took some of your life. <coughs> what did it? Yeah. Which one are we talking? The arcade, the coin op one. I mean, it was on Nintendo and Genesis and Sega Genesis, but the coin op where you could use Wolverine, Cyclops, Nightcrawler, and I can't remember who the fourth one was. It was basically the Avengers. Ver- it was the same Avengers game, but it had X Men characters X-Men. in it. But it, but yeah, it was the same. You know, scrolling arcade game. Yeah, that was a great game. I remember it was in Walmart. You know, when I was <laughs> when I was a kid, <laughs> right. like I'd be like, "Can I go over?" And- you know they had Ninja Turtles and X Men over there, and then they had the really big, uh, you know, it had uh, where you, four people could play at um, Aladdin's castle. Right? Yeah. That oh yeah, I remember was, that. That shit was great. You know they had the smaller cabinets at Walmart, mm-hmm. but uh, at Aladdin's castle they had the full the blown, big boy, the big one where you could four people could play at once. Yeah. Oh, I forget the arcade. I think it was like Time Warp. No, that was the comic book store. Time Out. Where was this at? The, 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 in, the, in the mall when I was a kid, the oh. arcade was called Time Out. Was it? Yeah. Well, it was a different town, so. Yeah, oh, he was, okay. he was in Colorado. So I, I, yeah, was, Longmont. I was yeah. like, when did the, when? Okay, I got you. So, <laughs> so that, that's why Aladdin's Castle doesn't mean shit to me. Yeah. Right. 
Aladdin's Castle was our only arcade for a long time. Like, I remember when it opened in the mall. <laughs> Legit, it was the best arcade that to ever exist here. I mean, we got we have some here and there, but yeah. they're nowhere near. Yeah. What, like, I've been to the one in the mall that's there now, and they have, uh, is it laser tag? Yeah. They have there. Mm-hmm. But we, I went in there, me and Vanessa went in there, and it was, <laughs> you know, it was pretty sad. Nobody was in there, and... You know, we didn't even spend any money. I kind of felt bad. They were probably like, oh, holy shit, customers. Yeah. <laughs> and we just kind of strolled around, and, you know, they didn't have much for games. Yeah, I think they make most of their money off of, like, parties than they do off people just going in there and well, playing and games. Who, and who, you know... The With pro- home systems now, yeah, yeah, I mean, there's no reason. Yeah. There's no reason. There was a reason for it back in the day. Yeah. Like, you had games there that you... And they made money off of it, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they were, they were, it was profitable. Was, oh, the, Aladdin's Castle always had people in there. And there were regulars, so I was a big Tekken fan. Tekken. And there were guys that were in there literally every day just to play Tekken, Tekken and do it competitively because, mm-hmm. got to remember, no online games yet. Yeah. So you couldn't just hop on your system and, and go and play. And the home people. consoles weren't up to par either. Oh, hell There no, was a point no. in time when the home consoles then surpassed what you could get at the arcade. And, and that that's was... about where we are now, yeah. Yep. Well, yeah. I think it's been it happened a while ago. But... True. You, re- you, you had Tekken and all that on console, but like I said, you're not going to have the opportunity to play random people no and, not a, yeah, and, and not really then, and yeah. really test your skills yeah because tech and, and tag was yeah tech and tag when that one was out well, on tech the playstation tech and three i'm talking about or even two yeah but well tech, tech and tag was just two and that's when they added the tag aspect because tag came out before three but yeah like there, you could play it at home and if you had tag your friends didn't come out before three that was much later what Tag, t- tech and tag was tag much came later. out after two. No. I'll double check, but regardless, but yeah, you 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 had your your circle, maybe your family and your friends that would come over to your house. I didn't even have anybody because nobody would play with me because I was so obsessed with it. Oh, I, I had I had my crew that I would just smoke anybody that I played, but then I would go play at the arcade and there was guys that I couldn't touch. There you go, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Same thing with like Mortal Kombat. Yep. And well, and speaking of like Wolverine, you guys are back, man. You remember Capcom, Marvel versus Capcom? Yeah, oh, yeah, hell yeah! Fucking that... incredible game, incredible. And that was another one that was super fun at the arcade. Aaron talked about uh, was it Children of the Atom, the X Men game that featured Wolverine the most with the most berserker stuff? Uh, I have to look it up because I don't remember which game. I don't think I've played that one. I have. I definitely is that have. like a Super Nintendo? No idea. Game? I'm not. I'm not the game expert. My game knowledge <laughs> is very limited to about two consoles. I was more of a fighter game guy than you know. Uh, me too. Than, than sitting back and playing back, like yeah, back, long story mode. Especially when I was a kid, like fighting games were my shit. Killer Instinct, Mortal Kombat, Killer Tekken. Instinct. You know, super combo. Yeah. You know. You want to fight a motherfucker if he hits you like 65 oh, times yeah. in a row. Aaron's oh, yeah. talking about Gauntlet Legend. I remember the original Gauntlet. Uh, the I know bit. what he's talking. Yeah, you're talking about the four. It was like the, the four. The four. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, what, what do they call it? Um, I don't know. The movie that just came out. You know what I mean? The Dungeons and Dragons yeah. or like the yeah. uh, RPG. Yes. Gauntlets was like that. But no, I know the, the one he's talking about. I actually have that for Xbox. <laughs> and I love that game. Yeah. I agree. Tag came out after two. I just looked it up, actually. What? 
No. Yes. Tag came out after two. Let's see. All right. So what are we? Li- oh, that's the other thing. So we already hit the spoiler button. So I am going to. I'm only saying it because I saw it. If you don't want to hear it, plug ears, look away. But the big spoiler for Deadpool 3 wasn't just that Sabretooth is in it, but it showed a picture of Deadpool holding fucking Sabretooth's head. Second tag tournament, 1999. I had a problem with that. Like, you could have told it without, you know, posting that picture. You know what I mean? And th- and this has been done by you know this was a bunch of majors so this wasn't like somebody on TikTok ruined it or second you know three I mean? nineteen ninety seven all right I stand corrected don't fucking test me on Tekken lore oh here we go you got me once motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving you that dub all right all right you're right you're right but yeah I'm I, I, I was upset about that not so much like it, I I wouldn't have minded finding out that he was going to be in the car- in the film but if they actually kill him I'm gonna be pissed. I didn't need to see Deadpool holding his fucking severed head. Yeah. Who? Who are we talking about? That was the spoiler uh, for Sabretooth. Sabretooth being in Deadpool 3. Oh, that's fucked. Yeah. That's fucked. Uh, hopefully they use the guy from, uh, what's the last two, uh, movie Sabretooth was in? Origins. Yeah. Because it, diff- it was a different guy that was in yeah. X-Men 1. Which I liked the newer guy better. I, th- I thought he was really excellent. So he's, hopefully he's they... actually a good actor. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully played, they bring him back. And it was a part, it was a role. It was a good villain, a yeah. good compliment or contract, uh, yang and yang to act to Wolverine. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I believe in like the first X-Men Sabretooth didn't even really talk much. He didn't like was, if at all, they, they had him looking like a, like a, he uh, said, I want to hear you scream. Yeah. And he had the long hair. They, they, he had the look, you know what I mean? Of the, the more feral. He looked uh, like one of the Twilight vampires more than anything, I thought. He did. He looked like a dirty fucking goth, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're right. Yeah, he really did. Um, but I think in X-Men Origins, they kind of leaned a lot on the, on, on the actual origin story where they mixed uh, Sabretooth with Dog. Uh, who was supposedly... Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, that was Sabretooth's father. Uh, what, wait. No. No, Sabretooth wasn't... Okay, yeah, in Origins. Yeah. You're led to believe... That Sabretooth that, and Wolverine are brothers. Right, but um, but you almost think the dog is Sabretooth. That, yes. Because that, he looks mm. so much like him, and then you find out that that's not even the case. Yeah, they're not even the same. In the comic books, yeah. In X-Men Origins, they're not the same character. And it's clear that he's uh, James or Logan's dad. Like, because, you know, wasn't he the groundskeeper? Yeah. And he was pounding the boss's wife, and that's (laughs) how James came around. Supposedly. That was what they, yeah, they were, that's what they were hinting at. But then he gets drunk one night and ends up killing... Uh, the guy that her husband, who they thought right, was Rogan's right. father, yeah, and uh, that's when his bone claws popped out. The pop first out, time. and he kills yep. he kills the groundskeeper, who was, yep. which was actually his real father. Yeah, yep. Uh, that was such a great story, especially in those first couple books. Oh yeah, um, and then he goes and you know then you and uh, in Origins the movie, mm-hmm. um, I like how they showed. Sabretooth and Wolverine going through time. Uh, yeah, in, in wars. In, in each of those different mm-hmm. wars. And you got that, a lot of that in 
the Origins comic book yes, series. Yes, he did. Um, and then, you know, him working at the... Uh, wasn't it like a logging something? He was a lumberjack. Yep. And uh, that's I think that's the first time you see Sabretooth actually go after him and um attack him in a big way didn't he drop a bunch of logs on him yeah there was that then the whole thing with the the native girl uh that he was in love with who was also a mutant and uh what was her fucking name i don't silver fox yep just, that... just read that one and then there was the asian uh chick what was her what was her name akiko or something like that yeah because that was like kind of his uh Gwen Stacy moment when she dies, and didn't that have something to do with the whole Silver Samurai storyline? Yep, right. You know because he, um, that's he's, when he, he's had a bunch of lost loves. <laughs> you know what I mean? And Very he, tragic love stories in 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 his hundreds of years on the earth. And that makes sense for somebody who's basically damn, immortal, damn near immortal. Yeah. That's kind of always. You know, you almost have to go there when you do a story about someone like that. It's like, because how do you get across the so, tragedy of being immortal other than outgrowing and outliving everyone that you love? And it happens to you over and over again mm -hmm. until you finally stop like loving. Speaking of immortal stories and parallels, I just read the Weapon X story of how Wolverine got his antimantium inserted into him. Um, it Ew. paralleled, inserted, it paralleled <laughs> Berserker, mm -hmm. the Keanu Reeves things very closely. Oh, yeah. As far as just like the labs, mm -hmm. like the, the, the structure mm -hmm. of the story. So after reading, it can absolutely tell, even there's even a point in time where it says Berserker. Mm -hmm. you know, uh, it's like when he goes into Berserker right? mode, once he has this, he's going to be there. So it's like, this is where that story was oh they drew so absolutely. much absolutely yeah, yeah they drew and, and so we've said that but it's like reading it it's like this is proof i mean mm -hmm. this there's like it did and i and you know and in a good way and that doesn't make berserker a bad story by any no, absolutely means absolutely well, but i mean it's the same thing with ninja turtles ninja turtles is obviously daredevil the hand i never fucking drew that comparison i, I, I didn't either until i read it but then it was obvious it, it was you know a hundred percent obvious. So right. the other thing that the movies kind of pulled from and the comics did not. Even the hand and the foot? Yes. Was <laughs> like what the fuck What whether Wolverine knew that he committed that he was agreed to this beforehand. Right. Because in in the, the movie series it kind of implied that he agreed to it. Mm -hmm. But in the comics, at least at least from this one, it it did not. Right. Um, so I think that's an interesting thing, and that's as far as just like X Men Origins. Period. What are you showing? Uh, the the iconic photo of him with the mask on and all of the oh yeah the all of the the coils coming out of his back when he first broke out. You know what I mean? When they they set him off after well, the bear, and they actually even show that like yeah. So they're doing like the Another field key. tests. They're doing his field tests, yeah. and that's what they you know have him wearing uh during those so by the way uh wolverine red black white and red mm -hmm. oh that's a good that one. is a solid it's a lot of the black white and reds are eh, yeah I'm but not that one was was top notch and it went back to him with that that helmet on and it was just like i think there was like almost like a hundred different panels on one page of just this like brutality oh, isn't stuff. It black white and blood I'm just, you're right 
Thank you. Yeah, uh, the Carnage one was, you know, hit or miss. Yeah. But some of those were really good too. There's a couple really good ones and then a lot of just filler. Yeah, crap. some of them weren't all that great. Others were. Same thing with a lot of the, the multiverse stuff that's coming out. Uh, I was telling Sean the other day, uh, there was a continuation off of. Spider Shadow. Yes, which was a, basically a what-if story. Yeah. so It from, is a what-if story. It is a what-if yeah. story from uh, Chip Zardesky, and it continued. It gave it a universal number, so we saw Kingpin as Venom again um, in a short little... It was a Into the into the Venom verse number five. And I'm looking forward to checking that out. So, so is it like... It, it, it was it was cool just to kind of see it like, okay, this, this world still exists. Is it a one-off? Like just one comic? Yeah, well, it was like one. It, it was a you know one of those stories where there's five different Venom versus characters introduced, mm. um, and this was one of those stories. So you're probably talking five, maybe six pages. But whenever, oh, when, okay. whenever, whenever Not Marvel even a whole book them correct. Whenever Marvel takes just the time, away, whatever. <laughs> whenever Marvel takes the time to assign a. Number. number code to a universe though that normally means you're going to see it again the edge of apocalypse never get, didn't get one for the longest time mm -hmm. and then they finally at some point uh <coughs> they at some point they gave it a a number speaking of wolverine and in in the age of apocalypse he wasn't wolverine another guy was wolverine he didn't have that designation. He was just Weapon X right. in that. And then Sabretooth is actually a good guy and part of the X-Men team. And he's got Wild Child uh, mm. as almost as like pet. A, a pet. Yeah. And um, it was really cool to see him as a good guy. And like uh, he's not that like psychopathic killer uh, killer that we always see. Um, and to see that like contrast between uh, that saber tooth and the one we've known for so long is right. really cool. Uh, I know there was a while uh, when Sabretooth had the I think her name was Bunny. I can't remember exactly what her name was, but this is when uh, he was a lot less murderous. You know what I'm saying? He was still kind of a bad guy because, you know what I mean, he was a mercenary. Mm -hmm. But he was walking around in a suit and tie, you know what I mean, instead of always being in one of his, you know, well, there was super, a time. super villain costumes. But he, but, like, Bunny kept, she was a, she was a, uh, like, Gene, or a telepath. Mm. And she would, basically, she was like a drug to him where, you know, she would go into his mind and that would help him quell his Try to murderous keep him tendency. Off, keep yeah. him straight. So he, could, so he could have a, you know, a day-to-day -day business Wasn't life. Wasn't he trying to be a politician? Yeah. Right. And and that's when we first find out that him and uh, Mystique's kid, Grayson Creed, Graydon Creed I doesn't have any powers that. and he hated both of them because they were mutants and had powers. So, you know, his son hates him for, you know, not having any powers. But I think it was his son that killed Bunny and that's what caused him to, you know what I mean, to start turning murderous again. Because that was a whole, like, year, two-year time frame where he had control over, well, a, a monocule, modest, I don't know if I said that right, but he had control over his everyday. He didn't have to go out and kill people. Right. Because he had her. What was the team that, um, the mercenary team that, I think it was Black Widow, Sabretooth, um, Wolverine, Maverick. 
we're all a part of. Uh, um, I'm gonna have to look that up because yeah, I forgot. I lo- and I love that fucking. And it team. was almost like a Suicide Squad team because they were like Sabretooth was being forced. Uh, like they had a. I don't think he was being they forced. Had the, they had a bomb around his neck. Uh, not that wasn't at at the at all the time. I think at that point. He was there to keep Wolverine in check. What was and the he name didn't of know the, that. What was the name of the team? I'm looking it up right now. Because that's, you know, that's how Wolverine knew Maverick and all that. Yeah. Like, but he yeah. didn't realize the Sabretooth was there to keep him in check because he kept whooping his ass. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Maverick, wrong, wrong. There we go. In Marvel. And I do believe uh, Black Widow was a part of that team as well. Oh, that was the Weapon X program. Right, but there was a name for the team, though. I'm trying to find it. Oh, it was just Team X. There you go. Yeah. It was Team X. So, yeah, it was Maverick, Sabretooth, Wolverine. And John Wraith. John Wraith. He was a teleporter. Oh, right. You get him, you see him in Origins. Origins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The black guy? Yep. Yeah, it was played by Will I Am. He actually did a decent job at that. Yeah, that was a good movie. It, you know, speaking of movies that were badass but don't end all that great. That's my number one. Yeah. Like, you forget how good that film is. That movie is. is super good. But the the, the last five, some, ten minutes. Some re- going back and watching it now, it's some of it did not last. I still liked it. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, the only real problem I had, other than the ending. Is the Deadpool stuff. No, well, that, that's the ending. You know what I mean? Because it still fit into what, you know, for the team of Weapon X, what it was. I didn't like the guy that played Gambit all that well. Yeah, he was the yeah, guy. Yeah, he was. Um, he's forgettable. I liked the dude that was Blob before he was Blob. I liked Will I Am as John Wraith. I loved the guy that played Sabretooth. I liked the story and how they ran with it. His claw CGI was bad. It was. But yeah, I, I'll let something ride if the story is good enough. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That was one of them little things. Like, I can deal with that. And I don't even think they were all CGI at some point. They, he had like that fucking thing in his hand that they popped out of. He was holding it. You could almost tell he was holding it. Yeah. But yeah, that's that old, you know, like that's in the, like the first movie he's doing that. Mm-hmm. But again, like I said, I really liked that film overall. And it took me watching it again recently where I was like, you know what? This was a great film, except for the last 10 minutes. <laughs> you know what I mean? And the, f- the funny thing about the claws in the movies, how they come out between his knuckles, mm-hmm. a lot of times in the comics, it was the coming out of the back of his hand. But it all depends on who draws it, too. Because right. I've, I've seen it so many different yeah. ways. Because, yeah, Jim Lee drew it that way a lot. But a lot of people... But some people would do the round, mm-hmm. the kind of rounded claws and then other times they would be that flat knife style claw yeah which one do you like better i like those better and i think that's because i was used to seeing them that way it makes more sense for them to be like cut through anything that way than being round and like pokey yeah it doesn't make sense for him to be able to cut through anything with that (laughs) all of mine have that all of mine have that style as far as on the cover that it's actually showing it those are the flat ones aren't they he's got well uh he's got the the coming the well, off things the, yeah, off, off the, the back of his hand. I think most of the time they were out of the back of his hand. Another cover I just had to bring up. 
Schnick. Gimmicky covers with the. That's a cool one. Still, it's like not that much. I wonder what his claws look like in this one. Yeah, still gen- got the cut, the cut through. Yeah, that's, that's dope. Pretty cool. I think most of the time they were coming out of the back of his hand. Most of the time, yeah. You know? but it, it, they, I, and the only reason they were coming out from in between his knuckles in the movies is because he had to hold mm-hmm. that, that fucking thing and it wouldn't have looked right. It was basically like the hook from I Know What You Did Last Summer. Right. You know what I'm saying? It was a, it was a piece of wood. I think you with, can buy replicas of that. Yeah, you can. <laughs> yeah, see right out of the back of his, of his hand. Yeah. Which doesn't, I mean, it kind of makes more sense for it to come out between his knuckles, coming out of the back of his hand. Especially when they talk about how long they are. Because if you've ever seen, like, the the breakdowns of what his skeleton looks like, like, they've done oh, those, yeah. those like, one-off books. They say those shits are probably, like, three feet into <laughs> his arm, you know what I mean? Yeah, they're supposed to be super long. Yeah. Look at this handheld game that they're selling on the back. Oh, yeah. I had those. I used to have one. Yeah. Because those, yeah. those shits were only like seven bucks. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, they suck, too. Yeah, they did. They were, they were so uh, fucking terrible. <laughs> but you know, I had so many of those because I, I was poor and I could afford those. Yeah. You know well, what I mean? It's like those where the, you know, it's the, uh, the stuff's already superimposed there. It just lights up a certain part to yeah. make it look like shit's yeah, moving. Okay. Yeah, so that, yeah. Now, now I got to see what's on this old one. Uh, by the way, um, Aaron said I would like to see a Wolverine movie with him in X Force or Alpha Flight. I would prefer to see him in Alpha Flight, Alpha and, Flight. and see a lot more of those uh, um, Canadian characters. You know what I mean? Right. I, I was a big fan of Alpha Flight, and 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 it's not to say that I didn't like Mega him. Mega Force. Oh man, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't to say that I didn't like him in X-Force. I, I've just always had a problem with what they did with X-Force. I know a lot of that had to do with uh, the fallout with Rob Liefeld and some of the Marvel folks. Was but he a member of X-Force? Not originally. It was It was after the after Cable left X-Force. You know what I mean? So Mile the whole comments. Deadpool. When he died? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then it changed into X-Static and X- all that other weird shit it was. The X-Force name ended up going to a strike force of the X-Men. They did a lot of like the black op shit that mm. was too clean for the blue team or the gold they team. Were a, X-Factor was the government team, right? They were, yeah, X-Factor was a government team. Mm-hmm. Um, but X-Force was basically a bunch of X-Men that didn't mind doing the wet work stuff. You know what I mean? So you had, you had Warpath, Domino, mm-hmm. Wolverine fucking archangel people that didn't mind killing you know what i mean for the greater good but it was still stuff that you couldn't have the x-men doing yeah, so you not, have no Sa- scott summers yeah no, no cyclops which was hilarious because scott was the one that put them together and gave him the okay really? but he never went on any of those missions you know what i'm saying it was never beast it was never you know gene or any Ice of them Man or any of that yeah. yeah it was always the folks that had killed before and didn't mind doing so which I, th- I thought it was cool. I just wish they would have used a different name. Because X-Force has always been my favorite X book. You know what I mean? That's the one that turned me into a hardcore uh, collector. So for them taking my favorite X team and turning it into something else kind of pissed me off. I get it, and I've enjoyed the books. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to say I do not. I love the X-Force books. I just wish they would have done a different name. Because I loved fucking Cable, uh, Shatterstar, Boom Boom, uh, Sunspot, Richter, like those were such great characters that had 
different powers, you know what I mean? Massively different powers than your regular X-Men. And uh, Cable ran them like a military team, which, you know what I mean? That was right before I joined the Marines. Then afterwards, like everything about X-Force appealed to me at that age. And then you turned it into something different. I was like, oh, you couldn't have made up a different X name. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, they were like a special forces yeah. type team. They did run very... Wasn't uh, 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 Forge... Uh, he, what team was he on? I can't remember. He was he was one of the X-Men teams that didn't have a designation. You know what I mean? So he was like a partial guy that very specialized. He was a part of Cable's team. Uh-uh. He was never a part of, at least not, he was, he was never a part of the X-Force. Cable's X-Force. Hmm. They were all kids. You know what I mean? All kids that became X, full-fledged X-Men later. You know what I mean? But they were too young. Because originally X-Force was just the New Mutants. But it was the New Mutants after because uh, uh, Mar- Magneto was leading them for a while. <laughs> you know when he was good, uh, Charles led them for a while. But they never really did too much X Men stuff until Cable got a hold of them, took them away from the X Mansion. You know what I mean? They had their own bases and they were doing much more military style uh, missions. And I love Siren was one of them, which is uh, Banshee's daughter. Like. There was so much going on. The love triangles. It was it was very well written. It was, uh, Rob Liefeld did a lot of the artwork, but the uh, guy that was writing it, it's a uh, Hispanic guy. I always fuck up his name. <laughs> you know what I mean? But he was such a good writer. Like I even remember there was one where they were fighting Joggernaut, and Spider Man just happened to be you know there when it was going down, and Shatterstar ended up fucking slicing all the way through uh Juggernaut and he was like all right you made me bleed but all you did was piss me off he's like now I'm really gonna fuck you up because you, you hurt me and shit and then Spider-Man flew by and took his mask you know took his helmet off and he's like how are you able to do that he was like those are just little toothpick swords he was like I'm from Mojoverse you know it's a, a an entire universe of magic and mutants he was like I don't give a damn about your little magical suit it does nothing to my swords and they were able to knock him out you know because of that but that was such a it was a dope storyline and it was written so well you know what i mean you had the quips from spider-man you had you know to see x-force actually beating up an a-list villain you know what i mean it was oh it was uh it says here uh forge's first appearance in the uncanny x-men number 184 in 1984 that's the year um and then so his team affiliations the X-Men, X-Factor, X-Corporation, and X-Force. That's the latter X-Force after they became like the wet work. That wasn't Cable's team, though. That was because uh, they were after Cable left, they turned into X-Corporation. Sunspot was the lead because he was a billionaire. You know what I mean? Mm. And then changed into Aesthetic, which was garbage because I was like this comic book, real cartoony. And then that's when X-Force became the wet work team for the X-Men. And yes, he was a part of it then, but that wasn't Cable's team. Hmm. Yeah, it must have been much later. And maybe he only did a couple things with them. Maybe he was never a full member of the, of the teams. Right. Just, but I, I will say it that... It just says affiliated. It doesn't necessarily yeah. mean he was like on the team for any length of time. X Force now, like I said, for being the the wet team for the X Men has it's, saying it's, it's, wet it's, team. God, that sounds dirty. Well, I mean, <laughs> I'm military man. You know what it means to me. <laughs> but it, it's had a rotating roster. It hasn't always just been, you know what I mean. It wasn't the same people. You know what I mean. It's very 
who they need for the certain missions. Right. So I found a picture of first appearance of Forge X Men one eighty four. See if I can. The uncanny. That's a cool cover. Yes, it was. Is that Legion? That's probably Havoc, isn't it? Uh, female, black hair. I don't recognize. Hmm. It's not Psylocke. No. Nine eight going for thirty dollars raw, hundred and twenty six graded. Nine eight. So that's his. It's nine six twenty seven dollars raw, seventy three graded. Nice. Nine four fifty dollars graded, twenty dollars raw. I don't know. I'm. I always thought. So it's like a twenty dollar, twenty fifty dollar key. I always raw. thought Forge was cool just because of his uh, affinity with technology. Oh and yeah, weapons. yeah. Technopath. I think that was the first time they really started using That's a really, that term that that as a power. Yeah, really unique, uh, badass power set. Yeah, he could just build a fucking gun like right now and, and interface with like any computer mm-hmm. or you know what i mean i just like always thought that was a fucking cool power set so that's in the uh, x-men lives and death x lives and x death mm-hmm. of wolverine mm-hmm. that was one of wolverine's kind of powers really connect it, it was like multiversal and it was kind of weird and complicated but it had that kind of tech feel that he just kind of absorbed and assimilated into stuff right that's mm. dope. It was an interesting. So it's like an I, alternate version of him. Well, it's kind of was like the Ten Lives and Deaths of Mira or the House of X. Right. It was very. It echoed that, but in its own Wolverine way, where there was almost like a a yin and a yang, and then it. I don't. Uh, it's been a while to that I, that I read it, so I don't want to fuck it up. But <laughs> right. It was a, a little twist at the end, and I don't want to spoil it either. So. So what do they call? The class of, because I know they have a designation for the type of mutant that Wolverine, that Wolverine and Sabretooth, at right. Feral from X Force. Uh, it has something to do with 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 like a, uh, the lichen thing. You know what I mean? Uh, but I, it yeah, it has a very me, specific term. Let me Google it here. Yeah, see if you can find it before me. But yeah, it's very animalistic. They they're also they're almost like a dog-esque offshoot type thing. But yeah, because it includes a wild child, you know what I mean? Right, well, there's so many of them, they finally gave it a designation. Yeah, yeah. And I'm trying to find what it is. Um, I don't know that. what they're saying. Wolverine is a beta level mutant. I thought he was an omega. Nah, he's definitely His not. Ability omega. should easily be an alpha or even omega level, but there is one reason it isn't. It's his lack of control. Yeah, he can't turn on or off his healing factor and other animalistic mutations. That's not what I was looking for, though. Yeah. There is a name, and matter of fact, the first time I heard it mentioned was uh, when he when he was going through the the Murmursabet blade. Is that how you say it? It's the it's a it's a specific sword that stops mutants with a healing factor. So like, if you use it on him or Sabretooth or any of those those mutants, it you know you you could cut his arm off. 
and it's not gonna. He wouldn't be able to even if he picked it up and held it close. It wouldn't be able to heal. You know what I mean? I know I've heard it somewhere, but they're not finding. Yeah, it was. It was it, the first time I actually heard it mentioned was in Origins, and I I can't find it either. If anyone knows, it, it's what they call the animalistic mutants. So like Rain from X Factor, heathens. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think he came from a similar one, but not quite as late. Like, Forge isn't as time travel-esque as Bishop and all of them. Nike was referring to a comment in the chat from Aaron. Didn't Forge come from the same timeline as Bishop? No. This is a Jeopardy question. No. You get the, you get the answer first and then the question. Yeah, my bad, y'all. <laughs> my bad. Oh, what? Fuck, what do they call the animalistic mutants? Yeah, and I want to... I mean, I'm not, I'm looking at his bio here, and it's not saying anything. Hmm. There's the Marvel Encyclopedia right there, too. So, But here's a list of some other... Lupus sapiens. There you go. Good grief, that was hard to yeah, find. Yeah, that was fucking ridiculous. All right, here's some alternate versions of... Wolverine, like I mentioned the, at the top of the oh, list. So then also is, the rumors, too, that uh, the actor from The Boys is going to be an alternate in Deadpool 3. Oh, nice. Wow, which, which uh, guy is it? I, I remember I, I, reading I got his too. name, but uh, the, the, the... Oh, Billy. Fucking Bi- cunts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. He'd, be, he'd make a good Wolverine. Oh, hell yeah, he would. What's New Zealand actor, star... Um, Carl Urban. Yeah, that'd be dope. As far as any of the names thrown out there that could have any sort of merit, he's the only one. I saw a um, uh, story about who could play Wolverine besides Hugh Jackman. Right. And every single one of them was fucking laughable. Like? Um, Because I saw saw a kid that plays Harry Potter. Yeah. And I thought he might be able to pull that off. Because if you think about it, like he's closer to, like, we're used to Hugh Jackman doing it. But I remember when they first said he was going to be Wolverine, I had the same, like, thoughts, like how they did with Batman when they said it was going to be Michael Keaton. You got a comedian that's going to play Batman and be able to pull it off because he's too tall. He's like six foot two. Wolverine was like, 411, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, in the comics. So I was like, you've got this big, tall, muscular man, which, I mean, he really got super cut, and he does look like him, but I I, I wasn't for sure until I saw, you know, the X-Men movies, how he was going to be able to pull that role off. And I think he did a great job of it. But still, in the back of my mind, I was like, yeah, it's still a little bit too tall, for a lot too tall to be Wolverine. You're two foot taller than how he's depicted in the comics, you know what I mean? Right. So I, I think I think fucking Harry Potter could pull it off. Maybe well, I getting, just haven't seen him do anything besides Harry Potter. Well, that's my concern. As far now, if 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 he can pull it off, fuck yeah. And uh, then they and then they said he said and here we go with the. <laughs> I could see this happen because this is another one of those Andrew, Andrew Garfield, Garfield lying thing. type things. But he's gotten pretty buff in the last six months. Yeah, you know what I mean, and it wasn't like he was out of shape to begin with. And but I he, read an interview. He's caught diesel right I've, now. I've read an interview of him talking about it, and he's just like, "Well, I have uh, my parents are both fitness junkies." Yeah, and he's like, "So it just I'm doing it for myself." But like, like you said, I'm reminded of Andrew Garfield. 
being like, oh no, I I, I wish I, I wish, could, yeah. I wish I could say I was, guys. Sorry mm-hmm. to let you down. You know, that's what I'm kind of reminded of. So it wouldn't surprise me if we end up seeing him, and I wouldn't be mad at it. Especially if they're going to start him with being younger. You know what I mean? Right. Well, how old is how old is uh, Daniel Radcliffe these days? Uh, early thirties, late twenties. Yeah, he's gonna be. I imagine he's in his. What about Zach Efron as Wolverine? Uh, too pretty. He's gonna be in a new wrestling movie coming. Yeah, out. I saw. I saw the trailer for it. Looks uh, good. Dar- Based on true Darcy story. Montgomery. Who? Darcy Montgomery. Uh, what's he played? Australian. Played in? Um, Stranger Things. Ah. And he watch Stranger yeah. Those. And, and what is he? I don't recognize him. <laughs> what, what is that, that doesn't necessarily mean anything. a short list of people who, sh- who should replace Wolverine. Tom Hardy is listed number one. Now, this is from uh, too old now. If, yeah, if they're gonna have a short list, uh, yeah, Tom Hardy, eh. yeah, let's, yeah, somebody, also, Carl Urban, uh, uh, Jensen Ackles, that's dude, uh, so the guy from uh, the Boys and Boys, Soldier Boy, yeah, no, I don't like that. Jeremy could, Allen he, White, the bear of the TV show. I'm, I'd really like to see a nobody. I think that's really what that you got to do. Yeah. I think um, as long as it's yeah the right person. I mean, and they don't they don't struggle too much with casting people, so I wouldn't be too upset. But I mean, I don't. I think I would be happy the, either way as long as the casting's done well. I'd almost want to see X twenty three. Oh I, yeah, I would see. I would like that. Would wouldn't bother me. Speaking as far as a recast, you know, like because she did a good job and, as a young version. Yeah. So then to carry on and then have that persona as as Wolverine as X Men, I think would be pretty baller. I, I, Isn't she Wolverine at some point in the comics? Yes, like, she takes. Yeah, over she takes the over the mantle. Yeah. yeah, she takes it after actually Dakin. So her well brother kind of yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean because dakin's actually wolverine's legitimate son you know what i mean uh doesn't he have like the three claws and then they one pops out yep. two over the top and one on the underside which, she's got two in her arms and one in one in one in each foot which is cool as fuck yeah she was so badass in that movie logan oh yeah yeah, yeah. that was a great fucking movie maybe a great one to 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 carry it on, him. I think it would be dope. Yeah, yeah. I actually like the character of Dakin too because he's he's a badass, but he's definitely a bad guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he he's got a a power other than you know the healing factor and the claws. He's got a power that's similar to Gambit's with uh like he sends sends off pheromones where he can kind of control people and shit. And and like I remember in the comics they had him uh sleeping with a guy, you know what I mean? And and they've said that he's not necessarily gay per se, but he would sleep with a man just to do whatever he had to do to, you know what I'm saying, get what he wanted. So that was that was definitely That just means you're gay, dude. Whatever. I I I I like how they did it. Do you ever remember that that film that had a Oh shit, what's so boy that was uh the other guy that played Batman after Michael Keaton? He was also in Maverick. George Clooney? No, before him. Uh, Val Kilmer? Val Kilmer. There was a movie with Val Kilmer where he was like this bad guy spy, and he did the same thing. He fucked this dude just so he could get his card because he was in the <laughs> in the CIA, and then he killed the dude. You know what I mean? And it was and it was you know hinted that he wasn't gay, but it was you know you do what you got to do 
in order to get the mission accomplished. And that's kind of the way Dakin is. He's evil. He's like, yeah, I'll sleep with you. And he killed the motherfucker. He needed to get close to him. Why don't you just like get what you need and then act like you're going to fuck him? I, yo, honestly, I, I, think I think that just means you're gay and you want to fuck dudes. I don't care. I, I think overall, nothing I think wrong with it. There's no, nothing I'm wrong just saying, with it. I think but it, just say you're gay, dude. It shows a level of evil. If you're not really gay, but you would do something like that just to get to somebody. I think that shows a different level of evil. To me, it does. You know what I mean? Like if you you would be willing to do something like that's that. like the cop in um in South Park when he's like trying to catch all the uh he's like trying to catch guys or dudes like he's like pretending to be a hooker, but like he'll blow the guy and then bust him. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> But yeah, that was that was a uh, that was a big thing in in the uh, Wolverine origins after it took from from Logan and went on to Dakin. So it was like it was a six part. I think it was like thirty six in, but it was a really dope run to see you know Dakin's power set. Plus, he hates Wolverine, absolutely hates him, wants to kill him. You know what I mean? Is that like daddy issues? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because Wolverine didn't even know he existed for a long time. Like, he thought he was murdered because like his awesome mother got power. killed. Daddy wasn't there. But I, but I think his mother was actually like Akiko or something like that. So, so bringing back know. the saber tooth. Huh? Bringing back like the saber tooth yeah. vibe. Mm. Uh, but the funny shit is, Dakin is evil. He was part of the Dark Reign. You know what I'm saying? The Dark Aven- not the, Yeah, he was part of the Dark Avengers where he was p- pretending to be Logan. You know what I mean? Mm. He looks like him. Uh, wearing, wearing the suit, yeah. wasn't it like a black and gray one? It was, it was the brown, like the brown and gold one that was shown. You know All right, I mean? let's, uh, let's talk one. about that. What's your favorite version of the suit? I don't like the yellow, the yellow and blue. I don't. I mean, as far as on the comic, it works, but on screen, yeah, I'm not a I'm fan. Not, I'm not sure yet. Yeah, it it looks good in the comics, but I was always a fan of the brown, the brown suit. Yeah, it just always looked really sweet. That's the one he was wearing when he fought the Hulk. Yeah, is the brown one, right? I believe so. I never really liked any of those suits because I didn't like the funky ear, eyes, hair things. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm. Kind of reminded me like Hawkeye's. I didn't like his eye thing. I like the art when it was almost just like black and white silhouette, right? Just you know, almost like the the black, white, and blood kind of style right or you kind of see in some of the other things where he's just in in that feral kind of look you know so almost like not in the suit or like the wife beater kind of look yeah, yeah when he'd be wearing the cowboy hat and right yeah cowboy boots and shit the leather jacket yeah yeah mm-hmm. so i think i like wolverine when he's not in costume more feral and a little more anti-hero than than hero yeah yeah when, he, when he's not in costume and solo but then it was cool that he could then be part of a team. And even though he was this feral guy, he always kind of was trying to like a father figure in some sort of way too. Right. Yeah. He um, always was like the dude, you know, that a would, caretaker. Yeah. You know, and he pr- was very protective too. Very once much. you were, once you're, it's like, even when I didn't really like him, it's all oh, fuck. I got to save him now. Just cause right. I liked, uh, I don't know if you guys ever read, uh, it was a four part, uh, mini series. It was Wolverine and Havoc. Uh, it was gifted to me. Uh, it was one that I probably wouldn't have read. Uh, it was very thick paper. I forgot what it was called. But basically, it was Havoc and Wolverine. They were really close friends, which is hilarious to me because Wolverine and Cyclops didn't always get along because, you know, they were both crushing on Gene. 
uh, but him and Havoc were really close. So uh, during 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 this uh, mini series, somebody had taken control of Wolverine, or he had gone feral at some point, and was getting ready to kill Havoc, and uh, Havoc let loose his powers on him and almost completely killed him because uh, Havoc had had uh, absorbed a lot of the energy from a nearby uh, uh, nuclear plant, and both. Cyclops and uh, Havoc's power sets, you know, is how they take energy in and how they, you know, fire it out. Of course, uh, the optic blast from Cyclops's eyes, but Havoc's is a lot more dangerous because it's different rays of energy, how he can. So it was straight up nuclear energy. And when he shot it at Wolverine, uh, it almost killed Wolverine, but it snapped him back. You know what I mean? And it took a minute for him to heal from that. Like it took all of the skin off his arm, so you could see the complete bone, you know, his animadium skeleton and the claws. You know what I mean? It was it was really dope. But uh, Havoc's just way cooler than Cyclops. Yeah, he he's always been more of a badass. Yeah, he's way cooler. Uh, but one but one thing they had said, uh, you know, what I mean, during that he was like, I downplay uh the pain that I go through a lot when I'm around the X Men. You know what I mean? Like because he can get shot and survive it, but he was like, I have phantom pains all the time, depending on, you know what I mean? If I jumped out of a plane and my parachute didn't open, you know what I mean? And I bounced off a mountain a hundred days. He was like, there's, he was like, I play it down and don't let the X-Men know. He was like, but that shit hurts. And sometimes for months after it happens, and it was dope to, just because you heal from it doesn't mean, you well, know there's some mean? great lines in this one, this Wolverine 41, uh-huh. uh, just this, the starting lines. It was just that same kind of thing. It was talking about like the hurt still. It's like, yeah, I'm a mutant and I heal fast, but the hurting... That's something else again. Most of the time when I, that fight and raise, rage, it's like a thousand volts of electric current zapping straight through me, through my nervous system. But sometimes when they're hurting, even my mutant healing factor has nothing to think twice, like a black curtain falling down on me. There you go. So, like just because he can heal doesn't mean he, he, he feels it. He feels the pain yeah. just as much as anybody else. And would. you know what? Uh, that was something they touched on. Even probably like the emotional pain, I yeah. think, is a little bit, you know, of, of living forever and losing everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're not talking just physical pain by any means. Uh, but there, there, was a, there was something that they showed a lot in uh, Luke Cage, and I really enjoyed that. Uh, like there'd be times where he'd be getting shot by a, a whole bunch of gangbangers, you know what I mean, or mob dudes, and you know he's a, they don't penetrate his skin, but he'd pick up like rip a car door off and would hold it up. Like it was like I still feel the impact from these motherfuckers. Just because it's not coming through my skin doesn't mean it doesn't hurt still. So yeah, I'm bulletproof, but I still feel it. So I'm gonna, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm gonna try and block these if I can, just for you know the whole pain. So that you know that's one of those similar things. And when you think about it. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, just because I can take a bullet doesn't mean I want yeah, to. Yeah, doesn't mean I necessarily, but he always ends up being the bullet sponge. I'd say when he's with the X-Men, although that video you sent me, that's one of those, it's like, shut up. But, yeah, I think there's a lot of times because he can take them and he knows a lot of the, that's why you see him getting paired a lot with, like, Colossus. Mm. Because they obviously don't hurt Colossus. Who doesn't well, feel Well, speaking pain? of him and Colossus, we got to talk about their most iconic move, the fastball special. Yes. You know, that's when <laughs> Colossus will literally throw him like a fastball. Baseball, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right at the enemy. Uh, you know, that was a big thing that they did all the time. Yeah. I think actually he did it with, with Beast first, though, way before the 90s. 
Uh, but well, I he's think, probably done it with lots of strong, strong guys. guys. Yeah, characters. but I think it became more iconic with Colossus. Mm-hmm. Definite. Uh, so there's one thing I want to touch on. Of course, I said my favorite villain, uh, Wolverine villain, is probably a Mega Red, hands down. What, what would you guys say was your favorite Wolverine villain specifically? I'm gonna go with Cyber because he's the man, oh, who, the one he's scared of, the one that the only man in the world that he's afraid of, and has legit like crippling fear of this guy because he ended up um, Cyber. He had. Edmanium laced skin mm-hmm. on top of having claws that were poison laced, much like uh, saber tooths. He didn't have like claws that came out of his hand, he just had retractable, uh, he had tipped mm-hmm. his fingertips were uh, claws, and then they also had a neurotoxin. Uh, there you go. Um, and he beat the fucking brakes. Off of Wolverine at one point. He also had his mutant power was not that the ones you just said weren't his mutant power. Those were things that was, you know, was added to him. I think he was part of the Weapon X program too. But his mutant power was he could control other people. Mm. You know what I mean? So that made it really hard for Wolverine to fight him if he could, you know what I mean, telepathically control him. You know what I mean? And and instill that fear into him. And but not only that, the one of the reasons that he feared him so much is it was much like when Bane broke Batman's back, um, and I think this was a direct, like, looking back, I right. feel like this was them competing with that. Um, he broke Wolverine's claws, like, sh- snapped, snapped his claws. Him. But that, the, and, when, and that when was, he snapped them, that was when, they were still bone, though. It wasn't like he right, snapped Right, yeah, them he with, didn't break yeah. the adamant. This was after... Fatal attractions. Was, right, so, but he, that that's, and you think about that, you know, that's his strength. Like manifested in physical form as his claws, right? Because even his and, bone, they were they were so super to, strong. And yeah. So to beat the fuck out of him so badly, and then to top that off with snapping his claws and just being like, "You're my bitch," like you are my bitch, and then to leave him alive, yeah. Afterward, and just you know what I mean, like so that's why I think I like Cyber so much. He was just. A badass. Such a fucking bad motherfucker and, like, truly evil. Like, truly a real villain. That And it took, I remember it took, like, a year before he popped his claws again. because uh, Yeah, like, it must the, have the, taken forever. Yeah, because the way he those. broke them, like, for one, with when, when he didn't have the animanium on the claws, they didn't just come out all nice and schnicked. They burst through the, you know what I'm saying, like his fingers, and they weren't, you know, smooth. Yeah, you know they would I mean? come out all fucked up. Yeah, so uh, when they were growing back is much the way how shit grows back on, you know, us. You know what I mean? Like, I chopped off a finger, and when my nail grew back, it grew back, like, from the center instead of, you know, from the bottom and growing up. And, yeah, it was, that was, that was dope. So here's the cover of the issue. Let me get it coming up, but I don't know if you've seen this, Bill. I own that one. I have to find it. If you haven't read it, it's 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 looks pretty cool. Yeah, it's sweet. Um, let me find the actual. Here's a card that I used to have. I think I still have it, but uh, this is kind of an homage card to the event. So dope. Um. Let's see. Here's the actual panels. And uh, look at that. The way he fucking... Yeah, I remember. I have that book. smashed him. Yeah. 
you know, just really made Wolverine his bitch. And Which no one has really done yeah, to that level. he's the only person to really hurt him on that level. And and instill, like, true fear. Yeah. And, like, a fucking crippling fear of that man into him. Which is a feat, like, big time. Because yeah, he, nobody else can say that. You know, he's taking on the Hulk, for fuck's sake. <laughs> You're right. And, and the Hulk fucking, like, what, punched him, like, a mile uh, probably more like 10 miles. Yeah. Yeah. The Hulk literally broke his body and didn't, you know, he wasn't anywhere near as afraid as he was of, of cyber. So yeah, yeah. that's my pick for favorite Wolverine. It's a good one. It's a damn good one. What about you, man? I got to go boring and, and, or just plain and go with a uh, saber, t- uh, saber tooth. I yeah. just think because of the, the, that kind of, that's that Batman, that's that Batman Joker. Vibe. Yeah. And yep. I think it's like they're they're two opposite sides and wouldn't exist without each other. Oh yeah, definitely. You know, and yeah. I think that complexity, especially when Sabretooth is, you know, like like more like a brother, mm-hmm. or I think technically half brothers, as close as they can get. At least in the movie, weren't they half brothers? Yeah, in the movie. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's that's my pick. Um Aaron chimed in with Silver Samurai. That's definitely a good one. That's another good one. That's another good one. That was a kind of an interesting story arc. Um, they tried covering it in which movie was that? The second Wolverine. Yeah, it, they didn't do. I movie. actually like that one. Uh, I like the I, movie. I, I never read the comics to compare them to. Uh, I did. You know what I mean? And I thought they did a they did a really decent job with that. Plus, I like the the little Japanese girl that was in that film as well. But I uh, when I saw that film at the theaters. Uh, Actually, that's when I started playing Marvel Contest of Champions because I got fed an ad for for it while I was uh, in the theater. But uh, there was a lot of Japanese in that film, like uh, Japanese dialogue. And in the theater, there wasn't um, closed captions. So I remember I had my nephew with me and uh, Leslie, and we were watching it at night whenever you know they would say something. Because I lived in Japan for a year, so my conversational Spanish – Japanese was actually pretty good you know I had nobody to talk with so I, lo- I lost a lot of it but like when I'm watching movies and stuff my conversation I can pick up enough of what's going on so I would lean over and tell you know my nephews like oh basically they said this and they said this and I remember there was a group of college girls that were watching it behind us and they were like how did you know that how did you know that? you know after the film was over and I was like oh yeah I was stationed in Japan so you know I could speak and that that was that was just a big moment for me. So I will always have that memory for the rest of my life. So I really enjoyed the second uh uh Wolverine solo film before the one that came before Logan, uh which of course Logan was a classic, but I liked uh X-Men uh Wolverine too. I was trying to look up the original run for the Silver Samurai. I mean it was in Wolverine the his uh solo right book was it the Wolverine or the it's yeah the know, Wolverine was the movie yeah it's just well okay the movie but in the uh you know his first appearance was in uh Wolverine's solo book what a cool cover too I see that one Oh yeah, it's not the greatest art by any means, but I mean, I just kind of like how they're both fucking each other up. <laughs> what number is that? That is Wolverine. 
Doesn't say. He's ended up on the. Oh, here's a better look. Wolverine, number two. There you go. Ah, uh, so uh, remember we were asking earlier about the old uh, Lupus sapiens. It's also known as Lupine, and uh, they were uh, supposedly alleged humans evolved from canines rather than primates. Uh, it was revealed to be a lie and an objective in Rom- Romulus's plans. Of course, this was in one of the X-Men origin runs, mm. but that was the first time I'd heard him use that term, and it was Sabretooth, Wolverine. I'm glad you Wild found Child. that, because that was driving me fucking nuts. <laughs> right. Because like, I was like, I know I'm not crazy. I've heard this somewhere. Yep. Um, And it's funny that they had to come up with a, a classification for that, because they kept making more and more mm-hmm. uh but yeah but when you think about it like they they did it before because like with with nightcrawler uh his father being part of that mm. that mutant uh offshoot of demons and then like angel being part of you know the mutant offshoot of angels so gotcha. you know it's kind of nice that they have those classifications mm-hmm. well and like at one point you had so many different types of mutant you almost have to start doing that oh definitely and it it makes sense that some would be more similar than others right um and you would have to classify that even if they don't have identical powers Mm -hmm. Uh, but it's clear Sabretooth and wolverine are lupine yeah Yeah. they're very much like very similar like you almost can't deny doesn't Sabretooth have a healing factor too yes he does He does. Is it as strong as Wolverine's? Yes, but they they said that almost as strong. Uh, it was highly hinted at that the reason Logan got the adamantium instead of Sabretooth, because Sabretooth was always easier to control because of his, it, like when they were part of Weapon X, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. uh, he was psychotic, <laughs> you know what I mean? So he was down to do some of those more questionable missions, but they always said, it was like, well, we would have rather have done it for you but you wouldn't have survived the process. So that's why we had to keep tricking Logan and blah, 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 getting him to do it. So Right. And that's why they could never replicate that with mm-hmm. anybody else. Exactly. Speaking of which, let's run down the list of all the member or all the different uh people that were a part of Weapon X. Because X uh Wolverine is X. Uh, ten technically. That's why it was X. ten. Yeah, that's why it was X because he was he was the tenth one. Uh, gonna give it to what you. What do we call <laughs> Super Soldiers from Weapon X? Because Department was Department K or Department eh. H? That was the original team. His Department H was the, and I believe. Technically, Captain America was the original, like the well, they were the, Weapon X was trying to recreate the what, Super Soldier Serum, recreate this, yeah, pr- yeah, the program. Which I found out. I think this was uh, this was made canon later because uh, I noticed it was in one of the uh, Hulk movies. But then I read recently in comic books that this is actually uh canon now you know what i mean uh, i don't know if you remembered in the incredible hulk film so the one with uh ed norton 
They said the the whole reason behind the whole gamma radiation thing was that they were right. Trying, they were trying. They to, were trying to do the soup. They were trying to recreate the super soldier serum. They didn't tell Banner that, so he didn't realize that's what he was working on. But that's what they were, and I thought that was something they had done just for the MCU. And that's now been like I said. I don't know if that was originally in the lore, but that has definitely been retconned. So that's part of the Marvel lore, comic book lore now. So okay, so Weapon One, Captain America. Uh, and Isaiah Bradley, so technically Makes they sense. are they are both uh, Weapon 1. Uh, there's another, another Weapon 1 protocide. I'm not sure who that is. Weapon 2, Wolvertini? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is that? Hmm. Uh, weapon 3, Skinless Man. Uh, that's that's got to be terrifying. <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, I think I've seen that before. It is pretty fucked up. Um, weapon four, uh, man thing. Uh, weapon five, Project Venom. Uh, weapon six, Power Man. Ah. So Luke Cage. Is it? Yeah. Power Man is Luke Cage. Okay. Uh, weapon seven, Nuke. Oh, Nuke was a failure. <laughs> I think they finally killed him. I like Nuke as a character. What is what is he? Uh, he think of uh, think of Bane, but looking like Captain America and being more cyborg than human. Okay. Uh, weapon eight is Typhoid Mary. All right, knew that one. Um, she was a daredevil uh character. Or that's and then she hooked up with Kingpin eventually. Or, no, yeah. that's nine. Sorry. Uh, since and then weapon ten, Wolverine. Who was nine? Hold up. You said Typhoid Mary was eight. Well, hold on. Two, three, four. Five. I suck at Roman numerals. <laughs> four, five, six, seven, eight. So Wolverine's nine. Okay. Uh, ten is Dakin. Dakin, that's his son. Uh, eleven Huntsman. Never heard of him. I have twelve. Uh, Phantom X. Phantom X. He's he's a member. He was a member of uh, X Force. Um, twelve is Stepford Cuckoos. 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 They're they're the they're they were like five of them. I think there's only three of them left now. They are all uh telepaths that were. I want to say I've heard of those. Yeah, ones. they were trained by uh purple pe- purple guy. Is that no? No, no. The Stepford Cuckoos. They're all blondes, they, and they all look the same. You know what I mean? They're they were like whatever quintuplets uh two of them were murdered so there are only three of them left uh but they were trained by uh the white queen um uh, emma frost uh, emma frost yep uh we're missing one garrison kane's not on there not that i'm seeing but maybe one of those is Who's I, garrison kane garrison kane was uh he came because I thought Deadpool was one of them too, but he came after Deadpool. Uh, he's a he was human, and he doesn't he's not a mutant, but he's another one that cyborg. You know, what I'm saying he's got cyborg body enhancements. I think Deadpool is a part of a separate because he's not on here either. What? Because uh, Garrison Kane's nickname, his actual code name is Weapon X, so I don't know how he got missed on that list. But he he was a he was a good guy that ended up fighting. Well, we X-Force. got two more here. All right. Uh, Thirteen is automaton. Hmm. Not sure who that is. Uh, and fourteen, 
all god American kaiju. Hmm. Don't know those. I can't believe Garrison Kane should be on there. I'm a little upset about that. Automaton. Let's see. Um, Garrison Kane. Hmm. Well, yeah, his actual name is fucking Weapon X. In case you'd never seen him before. Mm-hmm. Nice fucking waist there. <laughs> is that some fucking Rob Liefeld? Or? Yes, and you can fuck right on off. <laughs> but that's it. So there's 14. Uh, Man, that, I would that, I would like that, to know where you got seems that. seems weird to me, too, is it, uh, as far as... Well, and maybe just th- my perception as far as like Luke Cage coming before um, Wolverine. Yeah, because Wolverine is years before before. Uh, but then that was Luke Cage is probably the '60s, right? As far as when his settings, or maybe I thought he was '70s. First I don't know. '70s first appearance, 1972. But as far as when it was set, not necessarily the first appearance. Good too. point. Good point. But I think I think we're probably safe to say '70s. I. I'm, and I think that fits the aesthetics of when when it was. I think they didn't really, they tried to set it in real time. See, we would right. need to get, yeah, the timeline for that. Um, let's see if I can find a Weapon X timeline. Uh, because was that I, Vietnam or was that, because no, maybe just he was, you know, maybe you look at like the, the X-Men Origins, he still had bone claws through most of the, Wars, World War Two. Yeah, I don't know where you got your list from. Um, that was Wikipedia. All right, because well, I have a different one, a completely different list of Weapon X agents and test subjects, which have which has Wolverine, Silver Fox, Jack Mead, Native, Aurora, Jonathan Jono Starsmore, better known as uh, Chamber from Generation X copycat Vanessa Carlisle which is Deadpool's girlfriend she's been in the films she's supposed to come back in the third one if that oh, one yeah, might be cons- now I'm looking at a different list yeah. altogether too uh, Marrow's on there Agent Zero aka David North also Maverick um, Mastodon Mesmero Reaper Sabretooth well some Sauron. of these are it says revised timeline yeah, there's Garrison Kane. So maybe yeah. some of these got added like much later. Maybe, but some of these Lady, should have been before. Lady Deathstrikes on here, yep. Ajax. X23, Marrow. Yeah, yeah. So I think now we're looking at a at a Well, yeah. I mean, some of the ones that I just saw weren't aren't even on here. Yeah. So it must depend on what run of comics you're talking about. This the Weapon X list I'm looking at. This is Department H. Right. Only, uh, which would probably, I think the list you were looking at was more of a list of super soldier serum trial and errors, not actual Weapon X. Because the they, Weapon they X. Were, pro- they were designated numbers, though. Uh, I guess these are actually. Like I'm not, I'm not, yeah. like, I don't, I'm not sure who's right or wrong. I don't know <laughs> right. if that matters, but. Yeah, it doesn't. Um, according to that list, um, I guess we would have to. The complete history. No, that's something else. Hmm. Here we go. So you looking? Let's see. Okay. Yeah, I would agree with. I uh, wish I could Eric. just see a timeline. 
Like, you know what I mean? With the date and everything. Yeah, I think that'd be a little bit difficult <laughs> to do. But mm. let's see. Yeah, now Deadpool's on one. Yep, Slayback. Yeah, there's a I lot. I mean, and this list is way longer here. <laughs> yep. Wolverine, Deadpool, Sabretooth, Phantom X, uh, Maverick, X-23, Marrow, Silver Fox, Warpath, John Wraith, Omega Red. Warpath is on Omega it. Red was a part of the Russian program. Exactly. He shouldn't be part of Weapon Right. So some of this is, I mean, somebody's got to be full of shit. Well, again, you have to whenever whenever you're going off strictly Wikipedia, you got to think people can anybody can go well, in and change. This isn't even those. Wikipedia. This is Aaron saying Weapon X started in 1945. Ah, right, that'd have been around Captain America. Captain America's time. Yeah, so post World War World War Two. Well, II. they were they were trying. I, th- I would say Captain America should be Weapon Zero because it, Weapon X didn't start until after they were trying to, to yeah to replicate that right. Or at least make different super powered beings right. out of it. Yeah, because I don't like I said the Weapon X program itself hasn't always been on a serum. Like they've they've had mutants. right. They tried different things. Yeah, they've tried cybernetics. So, well, and what's this? This is was Captain America part of the Weapon X program? But yeah, definitely. I like that your uh, Aaron said he went to the Marvel Encyclopedia to actually pull that up. So right. this good old Marvel book right there. If you don't have one, that's one I think. Oh every, fuck, I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, he mentioned it. <laughs> we had just you everybody's focusing on their phone. Yeah, yeah. But that one's definitely going to be more accurate from Marvel. You know what I mean? That's the actual Marvel book. If you don't have that, I definitely say add it to your collection. Tell somebody to get it for you for Christmas. It's like a $35 book. I got it for Christmas. They're awesome. Uh, I got the DC one there, too. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, it's like $30, $35. You can get it at Walmart and Target right now. (laughs) And you could spend a whole fucking day just looking through here reading. Months. Uh, I've got got one for Transformers as well. You know what I mean? Uh, they're, They're definitely fun to go through. Especially if you're, even if... Uh, and look what's on top there that I just picked up. I, the American Gods. I saw that when I walked so I in here. The third, the third uh, <sighs> issue. So when you have reading time, I have the first two. Oh, sorry. So that's, I think, all that they put <laughs> the out. I, 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 may, I may have came a little bit. This is, I'm not one of Neil Gaiman's uh, biggest fans. But this is my favorite Neil Gaiman work. By far, it's the coolest thing. Oh, here's some interest. Okay, let me just read this. The original Weapon X program was part of an an attempt to create a new super soldier. It began at the end of World War II, so like uh, Aaron was saying, when the genetic research of Mr. Sinister was unearthed in a... In a liberated concentration camp. Oh, man, so he was doing some fucked up shit. Which would make sense because Mr. Sinister was alive in the 1800s. The greatest, uh, the program's greatest success was Wolverine, a.k.a. Weapon X, uh, from the 10th batch of experiments. So, yeah, the... it's but it's, That it's, Wikipedia shit was fucked up. Well, like I said, it's it's been said that the Weapon X program, the, the designating has changed. And everyone since Wolverine has been given, uh, they've been they've used the Weapon X name, so it wasn't a number after that. Here's the interesting stuff: 
Weapon one had created Captain America. Weapons one or two and three used animal subjects. Uh, weapon four, five, six experimented on ethnic ethnic minorities. Um, weapons seven, eight, and nine relied on mutants. Uh, John Sublime continued the program. Up to weapon weapon XV. I'm not I, like I said. I suck it. XV should be like fifteen. Uh, before going underground, while uh, another incarnation of the program created X twenty three. So that's a big time period. So we're talking from 1945 all the way through what 2010 <laughs> when X twenty three was first introduced. Right. The program was long thought abandoned, but when the when some of the world's deadliest mutants were captured as test subjects, it became clear that the program had a new goal, the, create, the creation of Weapon H. So who's Weapon H? Uh, there, was a, there was a Hulk Wolverine. Oh, here we go. This was a merging of Hulk and Wolverine-style char- characteristics. Bam, bam, bam. Old Man Logan, Sabretooth, Warpath, Lady Deathstrike and Domino fought back uh, and destroyed the new program before deciding to remain together as a mutant rescue squad called Weapon X. So they repurposed the name for something good. By the way, that Department H books, those came out during uh, fucking COVID. Uh, They were pretty dope. So check this out. When Omega Red joined their ranks, they became mercenaries and renamed themselves Weapon X-Force. I remember that was a book, too. One of the first missions was to rescue uh, Monet. Monet. Monet Saint. Is it Claire? What's her last name? C-R-O-I-X. Yeah. From the religious cult headed by Metallo. I remember that. Interesting stuff. Yeah, definitely check that. There, there's a lot of great books that came from that. Let's see if I can find his Weapon H in here. Uh, but yeah, the Weapon H was a was a, a very dope hybrid. <laughs> can you imagine having even a portion of the Hulk strength and then having Wolverine's claws on top of that? It was what? such a dope book. Weapon Omega. One of the Savage Avengers that was like that, too. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe... We Google that guy because I don't think he's in here. I want to see that guy. Weapon H. Uh, where are we at on time there, Bill? Oh, we're almost like at two hours. Oh, shit. Well, I mean, it's to be expected. Wolverine's one of the most popular uh, comic book characters, period, to ever exist. He was the number two Marvel most popular Marvel character until Avengers came out and then Deadpool. So until these movies came out, he was right up there next With to Spider-Man. Spider-Man. That's pretty, that's amazing. Spider-Man's number one, huh? Spider-Man's, Spider-Man's yeah. number one in the world for Worldwide. comic books, period. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Batman might be number one in America overall, but yeah, Spider-Man is the number, which is why Sony will never let that go. Well, according to comic book sales, too, I mean, I think there's more Spider-Man it, comics. Well, it's sold. not even just comic books. We're talking merchandise, merchandise, well, shampoo, yeah. toothpaste. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's every everything. fucking thing under the sun. Yeah. My my daughter, my 11-year-old daughter has been a Spider-Man fan 
<laughs> for as long as I can remember. You know what I mean? I think everybody likes Spider-Man to some degree. Yeah. I mean, he was always my favorite. If not, there's something wrong with him. He wasn't my favorite. You know what I mean? I enjoyed <laughs> Damn, him. Damn, he said that with a really serious <laughs> There's something wrong with him. I don't I, trust no. him. You know what? The, hey, I've always... There was a, a book uh, is, uh, Beth is reading, Making White People Uncomfortable, their conversations. <laughs> right. But the she made me read like the, the, the foreword. And she was talking, it's like Spider-Man is, is like, you know, it's all about like white privilege. He's out there saving the white man. It's like, from that understanding point, yeah, I could, I totally get he's it. out there saving the white man? I'm pretty yeah. sure he saves anybody. You, that, that, well, that's, that's the that's, modern. Yeah, but that, that's also, yeah, that's also out of context. You read the foreword. It, it made, it was. It makes sense. It's, it wasn't picking on Spider-Man. You have to read the foreword. And, and then it went it. saying our heroes were like the athletes, mm-hmm. you know, and the people that would stand up that would kneel down for the national anthem, that would take that, have the courage to stand up to him, but they were criticized for that. So our mm-hmm. superheroes don't wear capes. They take a knee. Mm. And as far as like, like, damn. Yeah, it was a very good point. It, I was actually talking to uh, Raiden today at, at the Eddie's at store at the mall because I went to go get the second uh, Transformers book that came out. And we were talking about uh, there's a new Luke Cage uh, that just started up because I guess it got canceled a couple years ago. So there's a new Luke Cage book. And I was telling him how Luke Cage was my first African-American character superhero that I really felt connected to because I like Storm. He's mayor of uh, New York now. Oh, shit. That's dope. And then, Is he? Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's Get, dope. Uh, and he's like uh, trying to work with Kingpin or or whoever is the Kingpin that's not Kingpin. Started okay. from the bottom, now we're here. Yeah. But, yo, but in, like I said, in comparison, I didn't like Falcon. Falcon was weak and funny looking to me. Fucking, I'm not African, so Black Panther didn't really appeal to me as a youth. Plus, he wasn't drawn very well. Storm was female. There just weren't a lot of strong African-American characters in comics, you know, in the late 80s and early 90s. Storm African, too. Yeah. <laughs> so she's female. Yeah. It's like, yeah. So, so like I said, there, there what, and again, Falcon was more of a sidekick than an actual lead character. And Black Panther wasn't drawn well. So, even though it was a good character, I found out later, I just didn't like the way he was drawn. So, it didn't appeal to me. Luke Cage was the first Marvel. Came from the hood. Wasn't he yeah. uh, from the Bronx? Nah, that's what they, they kind of changed that for the film. He was uh, based out of Chicago. No, he was in from Harlem. That was, that was. Well, no, in the show. In the show, yeah. In the comics, it was Chicago. And they hinted, like, there there were little uh, Easter eggs that they put in the show about that. You know what I mean? But it wasn't, if you weren't a big Luke Cage fan, you wouldn't know. But, uh, I like I said, I could I could very much understand being inner city, being a hero for hire, being bulletproof and super strong. Like, Luke Cage really spoke to me. The so. bulletproof thing definitely makes sense being from the hood. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was like, yeah, I, I would love to have that power set. There's you know a lot I mean? of people that from, <laughs> from like Compton and shit that wish they were bulletproof. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Uh, but in the same token, as much as I love stories with Wolverine, I hated Wolverine. I hated Cable and I hated Captain America. But it was because when I really started getting into comics, I didn't know the background of their characters. And I never understood why I never saw Wolverine lose, definitively lose a fist fight ever. I never saw Captain America lose a definitive fist fight ever. And even Cable, as much as I loved X-Force, the team, I was like, yo, who the fuck is this guy? You know what I mean? This guy with the one eye, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That looks like Terminator. And even him and, you know what I mean? Like him and Wolverine were fighting the stalemates. So I was like, what? 
what the hell is going on? Whole, and, and, and then the more I learned about the backstory about their characters, it was like, oh shit, they're dope. And yeah, they've I, been around a yeah. long time. And they then have, I really started. They have literally them. more experience fighting than almost anyone. Yeah, hundreds of years. Yeah, you know, Cable from jumping through time and what what he's been going through as a baby. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, going through all the shit with Apocalypse and you know Wolverine going through. So once I learned their backstories, it made I understood why they were so you know popular and but it you know i had to grow into that you know what i mean i hated wolverine i hated fucking cable i still read stories with a minute and loved them you know what i mean but i remember hoping i was like oh please let omega red kick this motherfucker's ass <laughs> you know what i'm saying that's so. kind of why i liked cyber so much he really brought him down to size yeah i mean it's uh kind of humanizes it a little bit like right. oh he can lose right? birdie sorry because you get used to you get used to these guys having plot armor. It's like Batman. Yep. So that's why the Nightfall uh, run was so mm-hmm. big. It's because it's like, oh, shit. He, not only did he lose, <laughs> he got his fucking Bat ass broken, beat. Yeah. Sorry for th- that scream out when I said Birdie Rilla. You weren't in here when we were talking about Sabretooth. One of my favorite runs of Sabretooth in the X-Men comics was when he had the telepath. That was keeping him from, you know, his murderous rage. Because once a day, she would just, you know, take it all out of him. And then he was able to, you know, have a regular job. Like, he was kinda a millionaire. Kind of clear his yeah. mind. And I, I don't know. I was calling her Bunny earlier. I don't know why it just popped into my head. But that's why I had that. Uh, Birdie. Yeah, that that uh, <laughs> Tourette's moment. Birdie was her name. And I think, I'm pretty sure his son that doesn't have power. His son with Mystique, Graydon Creed, ended up killing Birdie. Yeah, and he was, okay, he was a politician, Graydon was, yeah. Right. And, he was, and he was part of that weird group that 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 made those superhumans uh, that wasn't that, he part in the part of the Sentinel program? Yeah. Like he's one of the guys that made that happen. Yeah. Because he hated mutants, his yeah. parents so fucking much. And mutants in general. Yeah, he was I wanna say, yeah, he was a part of the Sentinel. Yeah, there was a name. It was it was that's what they were doing, but there was a name of them. Like it was a group of humans that didn't have powers that hated mutants, and they were you know working on that whole project. I can't remember what they were called, but yeah, he was like the head of it. Wasn't that midget the? He's the. What was his name? What the puck? Puck. No, yeah. not not puck. That's puck from Alpha Flight. Not puck. Yeah, but but... I thought the inventor, of like this original Sentinels, was like a little person. I won't say midget. <laughs> Again, <laughs> Again. <laughs> We're, well, I didn't mean to say midget, but he's a midget. <laughs> All right. I think we're hitting the end of this episode, nerds. I hope you enjoyed talking Wolverine with us. Yeah, we could have probably done this one for four hours. Oh, yeah, Wolverine's dude, such a I great mean, character. We should do more of these profile episodes. I think we get caught up in doing other stuff a lot, but yeah. it is fun to break down these characters, talk about their history a little bit. Some of the defining moments in comics for them. Oh, yeah. Um, real quick, rate Wolverine 1 to 10 on your favorites list. Number-wise, he'd have a pretty high number. Uh, I'm going to have a few that would be above him, but I would definitely say he's in my top 20 all time. Nice. nice. And that's, that's over, you know, every brand. You know what I mean? So maybe I mean, not like a 1 through 10, but like your top. If you had to put him, like, say, one to ten, or top 20. He's going to be probably three or four. Oh, really? Man, that's really high. Not 
not with the X-Men, but solo. Hey, my son's named after him, so I gotta say he's up there at the tippy top. Maybe not the my favorite ever, but he is definitely, like Bill said, probably three to four. I'd put him 15 for me over like a favorite because I've got a bunch of favorites. They're, they're, I just appreciate him a little bit more. But I still think like on greatest characters, you know what I mean? I'd say, he's you know, probably top five of greatest characters. Not my personal favorites, but I can still tell you how much what his character has done, you know, and appreciate it that way. So I wouldn't say, you know, a personal favorite. He's not that high for me, but my appreciation for the character, the lore, what he's done for comic books, he's up there. If you're on uh, YouTube with us, jump in into the comments. Give us your number. Where's he at on your list? Some Aaron, of your, we want to know. You've been here the whole day. <laughs> and some of your favorite comic uh, Wolverine runs. Uh, with that, this has been the Comic Zone. You know. Oh, hit that subscri uh, subscribe button, too. And as always, stay black. <laughs>